Kia ora, I'm Erin Keem and you're listening to Conversations About Closets with my closest thousand friends. I started this project to get me through a gloomy Seattle winter, which was hitting me hard. The thing is, I love women. Why not showcase them? Why not call women I've never met, have our first conversation, record it and turn it into a podcast? So that's what I did. I didn't edit, I still don't. Some days I'm on fire, some days not so much, and sometimes I even forgot to ask questions about closets. But all my guests are amazing. Listen up, get to know them, you'll be glad you did. If you want to be a guest on my show, go to erinkeem.com. I'd love to meet you. Aroha for listening, here's today's episode. Lisa. Hey Erin. Hey, so sorry I'm late. The dog desperately needed to go out just when I was about to send you the link. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) well, when nature calls. (laughs) Uh, uh, Yeah, she's my co-worker, right? But she doesn't really understand my goals uh, and and my timetable and my schedule. We we, we have been talking about it, but but she believes that she's on the board of directors. so, So her opinion counts more. (laughs) <laughs> yes. Well, she I'm sure she believes that she is the CEO and board director and president. I have to admit, uh, I am a terrible dog trainer. And um, <laughs> despite, despite the fact that I worked in animal welfare and I've had multiple animals and foster animals, and she definitely... Uh, thinks that she's pack leader at times, which is all my all my fault. Oh well. But anyway, off away from Jewel, French Bulldog, and back on to Lisa, because I love your business. You provide career transition support for age forty plus professionals. Yes. And apparently that guides you to gain clarity, renewed purpose, and a plan within ninety days. Yes. So would you tell us a little bit about why um, age 40 plus? Well, I, well, part of it is because I'm in this age group myself now. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, I identify um, with issues you know, as, as we get uh, later in our careers. It seems that we, you know, bump up against more issues when it comes to things like uh, having to combat ageism or ageist attitudes as well as, you know, perhaps trouble finding roles where organizations are leery of hiring folks who are older workers because they may have a belief that they have to pay higher salaries um, or that, you know, they're operating off of old tropes or stereotypes that um, older workers can't learn anything, aren't technology um, savvy, et cetera, et cetera. And so for me, uh, part of it too was that I was spending some time doing some um, career counseling, career consulting for an outplacement firm recently. And what I noticed is that at least I would say no exaggeration, two thirds of the people who are being laid off who are crossing my desk were age 40 and higher. And I just thought, you know, this isn't right. And um, this isn't cool. (laughs) And yeah, I was thought, you know, how can I help support people when they are in this mid to late career space, whether they're thinking of doing an encore career or just aren't happy with what they're doing or they're finding themselves in sudden job loss and it's like deer in headlights um, or they are contemplating retirement and really just have no idea 
what they're going to do with themselves. So for me, it's a way to support this population of people that I greatly identify with, uh, as well as combat some, perhaps some ageist attitudes. I love it. What happens new aspect coaching? Well, um, I like to, um, as part of the work that I do, a big part of it is helping people see things from a different perspective or a different angle. So really reframing uh, their mindset as well as just how they're viewing the situations that they're in. So um, I think that word aspect you can take in uh, various ways, but uh, really to help people see things from a different perspective. I love the fact that you have a mountain on the front page of your website <laughs> because that does provide a fresh aspect and a fresh perspective when you're standing at the top when you have a, a helicopter view when you're on the mountain you do see things in a different way thank you yeah absolutely and you know kind of looking out over that horizon um, really helping people to think a bit longer term too you know so often we get uh, in this trap of thinking only of the short term or what's right in front of us when we also need to take that broader bigger view and look at the long term as well and you know what is that vision that we have for ourselves and our lives and then what do we need to do to get there I'm all about the vision. One of the things I do with clients is to work out what their vision is for their lives and how their wardrobe can get them there. And then we create an ideal vision for their closet as well. I love the fact that you and I both offer 90-day programs. What's the For you, what is the power in 90 days? To me, it's a, a time frame that is reasonable in terms of really going deep with the client and really uncovering, having the time to uncover what are those limiting beliefs that are potentially holding them back, those obstacles, as well as developing a full plan to help move them forward. You know, if it's rushed, you know, some people promise, you know, you can get this done in three days or, you know, one month, two months. But if it's a rush process, we're not going to be able to do that deeper work that needs to be done. And our brains also love the number three. So having a three-month program, um, people tend to gravitate that gravitate to that. And it's also not too long of a time frame. You know, if we think about a time frame like six months or a year, you know, sometimes that can seem daunting as well. So for me, it's in the folks I've worked with that seems to be a sweet spot, the 90 days. And this is your part of one of the packages you offer is reigniting you. And that's where you work with your clients. This is individuals. I know you work with organizations, but with individuals, you work in three phases mm -hmm. and they all begin with R. Would you tell us what those three phases are? phases are? Sure. So the first phase is reframe. So that's part of that piece of taking a look at things from a different perspective in terms of your current situation. And then what is it that defines you? So reframing your identity in terms of who you want to be going forward. Um, what is it that you, you know, have in mind that you'd like your life to be next? And then the second phase um, I call um, resolve. And so that is where we resolve those limiting beliefs that I mentioned. We uncover what are those barriers we're putting up for ourselves or barriers that we see obstacles. So it's resolving those issues as well as resolving to be um, 
committed to your goals. And then the third phase is renew. And that's where we really develop, you know, what is this go forward action plan? It's renewing your commitment to taking action and moving forward. So those are the three phases. And it's roughly a, a phase per month of the program. Now, just to make it, uh, I want to make sure that people know how to find you. Uh, I do pronounce your last name Downs, right? Yes. Lisa Downs. Yep. Fantastic. I, I hate it when I get people's names wrong. <laughs> and the website, even though it's called New Aspect Coaching, make sure you go to yournewaspect.com. And that's Y-O-U-R-N-E-W-A-S-P-E-C-T.com in order to find Lisa. So you really help women or people or individuals, you know, the same thing, that are stuck in a status quo. Yes, I do. So, um, you know, really the situation is varied. For some people, it's, you know, they know they want to make a change in their careers or in their lives where they're at in their mid to late career, but they don't know what that is necessarily. For others, it's, you know, they want to retire or semi-retire or they're being forced into that and they have no plan for how they're going to spend their days. You know, with our lifespans, we can live 20 to 30 years beyond traditional retirement age now, and they may not have a plan for that. Or someone who's just feeling burned out or stuck with what they're doing and, and can't really see what's next for them and to help them work through something like that as well. Because if you are made redundant or you are asked to move on or you're in transition, you, you can get really caught unprepared. You can. Which, which does, would create a headspin. It, it really would create, uh, I, I, I imagine, a lot of fear um, yes. for, for a lot of people. So to have somebody there to catch them as they're falling off the cliff who will help them, you know, you, you proactively help create an ideal future but you also get a, you get a plan in place for them, don't you? Yeah. yeah. I'm big on having concrete actions and goals. And so, you know, sometimes I think as coaches, we can get a, a bad rap of being too squishy. <laughs> and, um, and so, but I'm, I'm very, pra I'm a very pragmatic person as well and realistic person. And so um, I really work with clients to have very concrete goals and action steps that they're going to take with, you know, that measurement piece, so how they're going to measure success, as well as what are those incremental deadlines to put on it to help hold their feet to the fire. Hey, you used to work in corporate America. I did, yes, for many years. So I've worked in uh, organizations, big, small, and in between. <laughs> and I think there was something pivotal that happened in 2020, which really helped which helped you uh pivot to the career that you're doing now do you feel comfortable talking about that yes yes so i um yes so i'm a recent breast cancer survivor so in 2020 actually uh just about a year ago it was a year ago um back on sunday so this past sunday uh, January 17th. So uh, about a year ago, I was diagnosed with a, a form of breast cancer. Uh, totally unexpected, was asymptomatic, no lump, no anything. Um, basically, a, a cluster of cells came together and decided to misbehave. Uh, luckily, it's a non-invasive type of breast cancer, but I had to go through three surgeries in the span of five weeks 
and then uh, 16 radiation treatments and am now on um, a regimen where I have to get um, screenings, whether an MRI or mammogram diagnostic screening every six months for a while and hold my breath awaiting <laughs> results of those. Um, so it was a, a huge impact of my year last year, not only in terms of work and being able to work, but also just um, making some changes in my life uh, personally in terms of diet and regimen and what I was putting in my body, on my body, as well as really thinking about my business and where I wanted to take it. So I did a lot of work as well as I was going through treatment, uh, really honing in on this age 40 plus audience and what I was providing and revamped my offerings and um, boosted you know, the content of the website. So 2020 was a huge year of change for me. And so after going through all of that change, you know, now I, I feel like I'm even better equipped to support my clients as they tackle big changes in their lives. And may I point out that you went through all of that in 2020, which was an incredibly stressful and strange year yes in so many ways um, you know COVID alone uh, must have t added so many you had so many different levels of stress to deal with uh, it must have been very hard not to be ruled by fear when you're yes. constantly waiting how do you how do you work on not being not coming from a place of being scared well for me it's um, of course you know it you acknowledge it. And and so one of the things I work on with folks too is is that it's not that we ever truly, you know, overcome fear. Fear is not something you know, a lot of people say you, you know, have to bust through it, break through it, overcome it, conquer it. And I like to think of fear as it's something that's always a part of us. So we're always going to have our fears. It's more of how do we leverage the, that fear in a positive way? And so how do we take it and emerge with something good from it that propels us forward in our lives? So for me, it's, you know, yeah, you know, the fear was there. It's a very scary situation when you hear the word cancer and your mind goes all sorts of directions and places. And of course, um, you know, it impacts my husband and now we're eating differently that impacts his life and changes and at home and everything. And, um, you know, very scary situations. So, you know, what I had to do was say, okay, you know, this is happening. Um, what can I control? So what is it in my world that I can control to help make the situation better as best I can. And in my mind, how can I turn this into a positive? So for me, it was a huge opportunity to make some, you know, frankly, some needed changes. Um, I would exercise, but not regularly. Um, diet was pretty good, but not great. Um, you know, I would use pretty much any product and, um, you know, realizing the toxins I was exposing myself to, I read and researched a ton. And so for me, all of that was um, a way to think of it as an opportunity instead of something to dwell on and worry about in terms of fear. And part of it, too, that I work with clients on is fundamentally having the trust in yourself that you can take control of the situation, there are things you can do, and that 
everything, things will work out, things will be okay, and they will work out how they need to work out. I see a book, Lisa, you have to write a book. <laughs> well, now that takes a lot of discipline in another area. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you have a story to tell, and all the research that you did would be invaluable for other people. So oh, thank you. Can you put it? I, I encourage you to put it on your on your part of your living your best life uh, plan. Alrighty. Hey, you have you have a lot of qualifications. I'm blown away. I mean, you, you're a, you're certified with the ACE Associate Certified Coach. I mean, I haven't heard of a lot of these, but the International Coach Federation, mm-hmm. Talent Development. Uh, CPTD. Oh, that's just the acronym. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it might have been a modality. <laughs> um, you, you, yourself, you're certified as a physician development coach, and you, you're certified in everything DISC, which I'm not exactly sure what DISC is. So DISC is a wonderful tool. It's basically um, a suite of assessments that you can take that um, describe your work style and, and how you communicate best and how you interact with people. Um, so I use that a lot in working with people in organizations as well as for individuals. It's just nice to get kind of a baseline in terms of your overall preferred style and how you work and communicate. So DISC, it's basically your standard four quadrant model where you've got um, a dominant style, influence style, uh, steadiness and conscientiousness, and uh, it's it's similar to other you know if people have looked at um, you know brain dominance assessments or other four quadrant models. Um, there's one called Discovery Insights that reflects the styles and colors. There's one called um, Behavior Styles that reflects the styles and descriptor words. Um, but I love DISC because it. Um, it uses adaptive testing. So basically, as you answer items, when you take the assessment, it tailors those items to you and your responses to be as accurate of a pinpoint as possible in terms of your work style. And it provides um, great information, too, uh, for how you can work well with other people's styles, especially those that are opposite of yours. So it gives a lot of great pointers and tools for how you can work with folks effectively. Wow, I'm so tempted. Uh, I mean, it's, it's the <laughs> ultimate personality quiz that I used to fill in in, uh, in magazines back in the 80s. Yeah, yeah. So this is, it takes that and just goes, uh, it puts a little more scientific spin on it and it goes a lot more deep. But but I love those quizzes too. It's like, ooh. <laughs> Remember them? It was, oh, um, yeah. they, they were so cheesy, but so much fun. I mean, who doesn't want to learn more about themselves? Right. Hey, you, you do Myers-Briggs. I have, I know what my Myers-Briggs is. What's yours? So mine is INFP. Oh, I love that. I was borderline IE and then M, intuition, and then feeling, and then judging. Ah, okay. So um, I-N-F-J. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. So I'm you and I time. are very similar, except for that last letter. So <laughs> Really similar. I'm, I'm an introverted extrovert or an extroverted introvert. <laughs> anyway, I love women one-on-one. But put me in a room with a lot of people, unless I'm on a stage with a purpose, but put yeah. me in a, in a crowd and 
yeah, I want to run away back to my pajamas and my dog. I'm the same. Yep, I'm the same. It's you know, I, I I get up for the people stuff and I enjoy it and I and I public speak a lot too and I've taught for a living, uh, facilitated for a living. Um, but yeah, then you know when I'm done, I'm definitely ready to come back into my little cocoon and have my Lisa time and be with the hubby and the cats. So, <laughs> oh, I love cats. Yeah. I miss cats. Apparently, it's not quite safe to have them around my neighborhood because of um, coyotes. I Coyote, don't know yeah. I don't know if I'm pronouncing them right there. Yep, yeah, we get them uh, here in our, de- our de- townhome development too. And every so often, a weekend morning, we'll be sitting on the couch having our coffee, and we'll see a coyote out the window just trotting down the cul-de-sac, down, trotting down the street. And um, anytime we see a flyer up by our mailboxes that says something about a missing cat, we always go, uh-oh, they're a goner. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that, and small dogs. That and small my dogs. Heart. Yep. I don't mean to, to bring us down, but it breaks my heart. <laughs> your, your animals are so different here. You know, your bears, your, your cougars. birds, your cougars, your um, bobcats. Bob, bobcats yep. and those really large not badges but something something like that 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 always throw me as well hey (laughs) i'm going to circle back around to colors because you mentioned colors in uh the disc you are wearing a beautiful pink top in one of your photos what drew you to that color love color you know i living in the pacific northwest u.s um we have a tendency to wear a lot of black and gray and brown and beige and and while neutrals are great too and can go with anything um, I love color I love pops of color Uh, my favorite colors are um, red and purple and blue and um, so that that blouse uh, kind of that magenta color I just gravitate to it I love um, bold colors and bright colors to me they're cheerful and um and also you know frankly attention getting and i think that in a in the past i could be a bit hesitant to really put myself out there and more open with the public and um and now it's you know what i'm i'm putting myself out there and uh, I'm not afraid of wearing bold, great color. And to me, it's lively and just injects a bit of fun too. I love it. Um, And I will point out that in another photo, Lisa is wearing a beautiful navy blazer, which brings out the blue of her eyes and that navy is a great neutral. And it also would go beautifully with her magenta. And you've got artisans, artisan earrings on by the look of it. They're really unusual. Where did they come from? They're in the photo where you're wearing the navy blazer. Oh, yeah. So um, those earrings, I believe I got those on a trip um, to Hawaii that we took a while back. I love uh, I love uh, craft fairs, artisan fairs, uh, supporting uh, things that are made by craftspeople. Um, I love paying to support the creative arts because clothing and accessories are wearable arts. I definitely contribute a lot of my income towards wearable art. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. You know, I think it's just, again, it's fun. It's a way to support, support artists. Um, And, and I, you know, I, I think of myself as creative from the sense of I can take something and, and make it something else. And I can take a lot of information and funnel it down and come out with a product or a course or something like that. But I, I, 
don't have much in the way of artistic ability when it comes to making things. Um, so I'm always envious and admire artists who can create things like jewelry or patterns or um, who paint or draw or sculpt. Um, I'm always in great admiration of those folks because I was not born with that gene. Um, I, uh, I sing, I, I grew up a singer and a, a dancer in my childhood and um, but I in terms of producing something it's the physical artistic pieces it's yeah I, I just uh, that, that's not my thing. <laughs> Can I point out you help create lives and that is incredibly and utterly creative. Oh thank you I appreciate hey, I, that. I want to mention that you do work with organizations but I'd, uh, I, I want to jump onto the fact that you have a podcast I do. Yeah. So my podcast is called Reigniting You. So I took the name of my signature one-on-one -on -one coaching package and used it for the show. So it's, um, it's a radio show on uh, an AM station, radio station here in the Seattle area, KKNW. It's on the dial at 1150 AM. Um, but it's every Wednesday at three o'clock Pacific time. It's a live show and then gets converted into a podcast as well as um, it's also on YouTube. So there's a video version on YouTube, though the video version isn't too exciting. When I have a guest, it's great because um, the guest is on uh, the Zoom platform. And so there's video of us side by side. But I'm in the studio, the um, radio studio, and then the guest is online. Uh, so, But when it's not a guest and it's more of my advice show week or listener stories week, it's just me at the microphone. So the video is not overly exciting, but but the podcast is there. Um, yeah, and so it's really fun. I started in October. It's just a half hour show, which is enough time for me. And uh, But it's also geared toward the age 40 plus group. And it's all about just a variety of aspects of going through career transitions. So whether it's job search, whether it's, um, you know, mindset about change, whether it's about, you know, topics around aging and healthy aging and our attitude toward our aging. Um, so soup to nuts, all about career transition. And uh, it's a really fun way for me to uh, provide uh, free information to folks that is hopefully uh, helpful to them. Oh, I'm sure it is. If you want to find out more about the podcast, jump on the website reignitingyou.com. One word, reignitingyou.com. And that's where you'll find information about the podcast, which you is definitely worth a listen to. There's great episodes on there. Hey, I'm going to put a plug in for us before we go. Yes. Lisa and I are going to combine. Uh, we're in the process of designing a workshop. And I think we are going to call it Reigniting You. Uh, we need to brainstorm a name, but I just love that. And it's going to be about reigniting you from the inside and then reigniting the way you look. So working on yourself, your internal your internal self, Lisa can explain that better than me. But then after spending time with Lisa, you're going to spend time with me where we take what you learned and we bring that to your closet, your wardrobe, your image, uh, what's behind you on camera. So we bring that into a style brand. So I'm really looking forward to teaming up on that with, with you. We're going to have such a good time. And I really encourage uh, it, uh, the, the value that's going to come out of that because we're offering it at a beta price, a beta testing price. So do jump on it if you see it because uh, it will be launched as a, 
as a, a higher ticker, higher ticket item later on. Uh, but I think we're going to start off by, uh, uh, you'll find out about it as a LinkedIn event, I think is the first place. So I will keep you updated on that uh, through, we will keep you updated. Excited about that. I think we will have a great time and provide some very valuable information, tips and tools for folks. Oh, absolutely. I mean, helping women, I mean, I, I particularly work with women, helping women look and feel great from the inside to the outside so that they can make more of an impact, have the life they want, and make more money. Uh, it's, it's a real passion of mine. And I know it's a passion of yours to, for, for women to live there or people to live their best life. Absolutely. That's what it's all about. So to find Lisa, go to New Aspect Coaching or Google Lisa Downs Coaching. You will find her. And I'll put her information in the show notes. Lisa, thank you so much today. You are really generous with your time. Oh, thank you, Erin. I so appreciate it. It's great to be here with you and to have the conversation. And we are going to have so much fun at that <laughs> workshop. We are. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye.